Hello, friend, and welcome to the Signature Podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Sophie, and in this first episode, I thought it would be appropriate to introduce myself, give you an idea of the kind of topics you can expect to hear about in future episodes, and really, if this is the podcast for you. So without further ado, hi, my name is Anne-Sophie, but I go by Anso. I am originally from Montreal, but I now live in the countryside near Ottawa. And yes, my first language is French. I studied business with a specialization in entrepreneurship. And I didn't study business because I had an interest in this topic. To me, it just felt like it was going to be the most useful thing to study. And really, it would basically buy me time to figure out what I actually wanted to do. However, while I was studying, I realized two things, or two very important things happened. Number one, I realized how much I loved logistics. So logistics is a course that you get in a business degree where you learn strategies and frameworks to make business operations as efficient as possible. And I absolutely loved it to me. It really just felt like a big puzzle that I got to solve. (laughs) And the second really important thing that happened while I was in university is that I started getting asked to help people out with their businesses. Now, the kind of person that would seek out my services was generally people, were generally people that were very overwhelmed, that were really, really stressed, that the weren't really moving the needle in their business and they were really just lacking time right so whether that was specifically within their business they felt like they didn't have enough time for the activities and the things that brought them money right and their time was spent doing a bunch of other stuff in their business and then two just overall spending so much time in their business that they didn't have time for the things outside of their work so you know, spending time with their family, friends, kids, doing their hobbies and other activities. My first job was, I guess, a traditional business job, a corporate nine to five. And it took me nine months to realize how much I didn't like it and that it wasn't my cup of tea and to leave. (laughs) And I did spend a couple years basically flip-flopping between different types of jobs. But during this entire time, I still had my clients. Some of them came to me kind of a project-to-project basis, uh, but some of them I kept for numerous years. Which brings me to last year um, when I had to leave my job and I was at a complete loss as to what to do. And that is when my partner encouraged me to take my business full time. And the timing was actually pretty good because by the end of that period, um, I was really, really struggling with making my making time for my own clients with my 40-hour job like i was working every weekday evening every weekend it was it was it was crazy and yet even though it was a relief for me to have a little bit less on my plate and to be able to focus on my own business i can now say that it was single-handedly the hardest thing that i have ever done And there are a couple different reasons that can explain why 
this was a particularly hard transition for me to do. First off, if you don't know me, um, I am very introverted. And at that time, I basically worked with clients solely over Zoom. So as much as I love meeting people and creating relationships and creating community and But I also need a healthy balance of hermit time and time to myself. Was selling my time interacting with clients over Zoom. And then the other thing that was really hard in terms of how I worked was that at the time, I very much had a business coach slash online business manager type of role. It was very broad. And really, it wasn't leveraging all of my strengths. Then you also had the fact that I basically tried to copy the structure that I had from this last job that I worked at. It was a small business, so I thought that a lot of things would carry over, and boy, I was wrong. (laughs) So I started full-time in my business, and I was like, okay, I'm going to be working from 9 to 5, Monday to Friday, putting in consistent effort <laughs> and I'm laughing because that that was ter- that was a terrible expectation to have and so you combine all of these factors and you get something like a couple days of insane productivity where I was super super motivated to make it work in my business and to be successful followed by days where I felt completely drained and then I would beat myself up over the fact that I couldn't work consistently from 9 to 5 Monday to Friday. So the result was me having to take one, two, sometimes even three weeks off completely away from my business to recharge. I was always stressed, always overwhelmed that I wouldn't be able to make it which made complete sense considering that I wasn't able to 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 work um, in, in a sustainable way. There was nowhere I would be able to put up with this long term. It was completely insane, and yet I felt like I wasn't moving the needle. And those days were like my pat on the shoulder. Oh, I got so much done, which made the days of zero energy so much worse. Right, And all the work that I was doing in those down phases were you know, I thought it was terrible. It wasn't worth showing the, wor- the, the world. Um, I wasn't providing any value to my clients, even though they were telling me the opposite. It was not a good time. And not only did I realize that it was not sustainable for myself, and it was a terrible place to be for myself, it was also, it was also terrible for the people around me. And it wasn't taking my business anywhere. So obviously, I had to do something about it. And the first thing I did was to reach out to a business coach, right? The first thing that I realized I had to do was to change the foundation of my business, was to change how I made money and how I created value with my business. So I worked with this this business coach and it was amazing. And that is when I pivoted from this broader general role to only specializing in systems. And you would have thought that would have solved most of the problems, which it it solved a lot of them, <laughs> right? Suddenly, I was able to create relationships, have time to connect with 
people with my community and still have me time where I could just work away in my own bubble and that was that was great except I still struggled a lot with that up and down of energy of hyper focus and then like zero energy so I reached out to my therapist because I I needed help with that my therapist it told me that I had ADHD and, um, I mean, if you're familiar with ADHD, you might have kind of pieced that together as, as I was talking. <laughs> but anyways, that's when it, it was confirmed. That, that's when I, I knew for sure. And that was huge. Like, finally, there was an explanation as to why I do things a certain way and why I struggled so much to apply systems and frameworks and tips and advice that I learned in business school that a bunch of companies out there are applying and doing very well with and why that expectation of consistent work was really not the best thing to uh, focus on. So that was part of the key. Great. I, I now know why I work that way. But I asked him what, what was like if he could give me any tips. And he told me that the biggest key was to focus on energy management and really to have more of an intuitive approach to how I did things. So one of the things that I was doing terribly was that um, I was so focused on being productive and doing so, so, so much that it was great when I was, you know, at max level energy You know, if you picture a scale from 1 to 10, I was like at a 12. Like, it's honestly crazy the amount of stuff that I could do. Except I was so focused on trying to get as as much done as possible, wringing out as much as I could, that I would then wait until I reached a 2 out of 10 to do anything about it. Right, to do anything about that drop in energy. Which means that really, um, my energy levels would drop into the negatives right? These strategies don't work instantly. That was what I would be. I was finding myself in these really dark places where I didn't want to do anything, no creativity, no energy, no drive, no motivation. And it would take, again, one, two, three weeks to ramp it up again and then to start this cycle over and over and over. And so talking to this therapist, he advised me that instead of waiting until I was a 2 out of 10 to take care of myself. To see if I could notice the sign at 8 out of 10 or at 5 out of 10 and to start taking care of myself right there, right? As to flatten that curve a little bit, not just, not to reduce the hyper-focus because that is just how my brain works, right? That wave is just how my brain works. But to try to make sure that that bottomed out, that that bottom wasn't crazy low, and so he advised me to look at that in terms of a single day. Like, where do I naturally have more energy? What kind of tasks give me more energy? What kind of tasks drain me? What that curve or what this, what this energy levels look like over the scale of a week, but also how they look over the, a month. As someone who menstruates, my cycle affects this energy curve. And then since I specialize in systems, (laughs) to figure out how I could apply this to business systems. 
And that was the motivation and the kick that I needed to dive into all of the research that we have on ADHD, on neurodivergence, and a lot of the tips and strategies that we have are mostly made for people at, well, teenagers and kids at school, or people in like the corporate environment. But there's very little when it comes to the entrepreneurial world and the small business world. And that has been my work to create systems that take into account these energy levels, take into account that intuitive approach to build something that actually works for you, that emphasizes your strengths, but also supports your weaknesses in a way that is sustainable, in a way that fuels you. And that is where this podcast comes from and where the name Signature comes from as well. So it's actually two two words, SIG and nature. SIG being an acronym that stands for Systems for Impact Growth. And there's two ways that I like to see this impact growth. One is in terms of your own impact on your business. So the impact um, in terms of the time and energy that you pour into your business in order for you to be more productive for you to have more energy, more creativity, and more time for what matters to you, whether that is in your business or in your personal life, outside of your business. And the other way that I like to evaluate this impact growth is in terms of the impact that your business has on the world. So on the community, on your clients, in order to create more value, bring more value, bring more money, scalability if that is what you so wish and obviously nature because I really focus on making things that make sense for you right that again work for how your brain works so if there's anything that I said in this episode that resonates with you if anything about my story resonates with you I encourage you to follow this podcast and to tune in to your future episodes. I'd also like to mention that I offer free one-hour strategy calls, and this is basically an hour where you get to pick my brain and see what kind of strategy, framework, systems make sense for you regarding your goals, your needs, and your current situation. And in the event that you want to work with me beyond that one hour call, that is also the opportunity that we have to look at how we can best work together. So I hope you enjoyed this first episode and that you will join me every week and uh, to dive into this topic of systems and energy management and intuitive business management for creative entrepreneurs.